What's up, everyone? Welcome back to episode 38 of Track Talk Podcast. We are your hosts, Emma and Hannah, and this is our final race recap of the 2023 F1 season. And it's a very bittersweet ending for us, but it's also... I feel like it's more bittersweet for me. Yeah. I feel like you're ready to just demolish. I'm like, well, I was trying to be nice. I'm ready for this. Se- I was ready for the <laughs> season to be over. I was. Look, I said it in track stats that there are still things to be like sorted out, but... Things were kind of sorted out already. Yeah. So I, I was just, you know, I miss IndyCar. I'm kind of over F1 right now. Also doesn't help that. So I'm a retail worker, two different retail places. And if you don't know what Black Friday is, if you're not one of our Canadian or American, you know, friends, it's like the biggest shopping day of the year, but it actually ends up being like a week. Yeah. So I have been like working crazy hours this week. I did an overnight. I did like a 5 a.m. start, I did the 7 a.m. start, and I'm just like exhausted. So... Yeah, this week, in terms of, like, being super excited for the race, I was not. <laughs> I was ready for, like, to watch the final race. I, I'm happy the season's over. I'm not, I don't know, conflicted feelings, but... Yeah. You just wish it would have ended differently is yeah. what you feel. Yeah. Right. I was thinking back to last year at Yas Marina and how... Every time... Okay, every time... Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I already knew where you were going with that. <laughs> I always just read it like that. Do you remember how... Yes, Marina. <laughs> Kiko, sorry. It's okay. Do you remember how um, Charlotte and Charles were broken off last but year, she but was she still was still there. there? I was thinking about that too. Me too, and I was thinking, wow, that really was the last time we saw Charlotte at a race. Monaco, she was in the... Uh, well, yeah, okay. She as, wasn't there. But... As Charles Leclerc's uh-huh. girlfriend, this was the last... Well, we thought it was his girlfriend at the time. It wasn't announced until weeks later that they were actually broken up. But... Um, we haven't talked about it, but Esteban has a girlfriend. Yeah. Well, you kind of brought her up. But, like, it's, like, confirmed. It's confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a chaotic start to <laughs> this episode. Okay. The commentators during the race were so funny about, like, about Alpine. Because the... they were kind of, they were what kind of beefing, saying? right? Pierre and Esteban. A that? little bit. Hang on. I wrote it down. Oh, they said, one, I don't know who it was. One of the commentators was like, it's amazing that they managed to get on the podium this season with the back and forth that they had or, like, the roller coaster that they've had. Like, they, it's very obvious when the commentators have favorites, but they were actually shitting on alpine it was really funny so you posted that there was those really cool alpine sweaters that came out last week that I, pierre was wearing and i want it and because want it's cool yeah. i don't want it to support alpine so, i want it because it's cool but we have friends like that we've made through our our little community and mm-hmm. one of them sent me a picture of like the jacket like i don't know if you saw the jacket the jacket's jacket. nice and she was like this is like amazing and i was like honestly jillian you could not pay me to wear that i despise <laughs> alpine <laughs> And she's like, I just thought it was a nice jacket. Like She's like, why are you attacking me? I just want to show you the jacket. I don't know. I don't know what happened. I used to be a, a Pierre Gasly fan too. I, I really just don't, I don't know what happened. Actually, I should, I should say, Jillian had a very funny response to that. She said, I like the jacket. I like the clothes. I'm sorry if I'm outing her. She said, so true. I'm particularly attached to their reserve, reserve driver, sadly. Oh, <laughs> that's true. Okay. Well, Jack looks so good in the sweater. Yeah. And I was like, you are the only selling point that Alpine needs to cling on to right now. Like, just <laughs> just keep putting his face out there. You'll get fans. Yeah. <laughs> this is a little chaotic. But you know what? This is exactly how the whole season was for us. So chaotic. Well I lost stay on brand. so many brain cells this season, I feel like. <laughs> we can, I feel like before the new year, we can recap? do like a, like a, a recap mm-hmm. of our season. Like, like, well, ridiculous things that we did and said. Okay, so I was talking to... I don't know who I was talking to. I think maybe Callie, but about Lance. 
and like my love for land and when that grew. It was, was like overnight. So I realized what happened. I realized where it came from. So I, I liked him at the start of the season because he had mm-hmm. the broken wrist and then that's he not set the, why well, I like him. No, but he set those really fast times, like even yeah. having those injuries. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, he knows what he's doing. He's Canadian. He's cute. He clearly wants to be in the car. He's determined. And that's where that love at the start of the season came from. But then when I went to Austin for that media mm-hmm. event, um, I was the only Canadian there. Mm-hmm. And I felt very protective over Lance mm-hmm. during those like 48 hours. And I was like, no, 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 you guys, like, you need to get on the Lance hype train mm-hmm. because they... Because nobody else No is. one did to the same level. And so I feel like I spent a lot of that trip just talking about Lance. And then I came home and I was like, live, love, Lance has seeped into my bloodstream. You're like, no, I'm at this fully point. invested at this point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what it was. But yeah. yeah, I think you're right. We should do like a 2023 recap of the season and of us. Yeah. That'd be yes. great. Because also, if you look back at our Instagram page, this is so funny, but like, our look at our, our top tens. We'll need to do that next episode. We won't yeah, do it this episode, no, no. but it'll be like a, a track talk reflection. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, let's just jump into the race weekend. Before we jump into the race, can I... So, you haven't seen the new Hunger Games movie yet, <laughs> but I need someone to talk about it with. So, if any of y'all out there have seen it, I use that term quite often. If anyone out there has seen it and would like to talk to me about it, that would be much appreciated. Um, heads up, I have not read the book. And heads up, I don't know how to feel about the movie. And Emma needs to watch it. But I will Barter. watch it. I'll watch it. I need to nap first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the start of the season, it came. It was originally from a Tumblr post that was then posted on Twitter that was then sent to us. I don't know if you saw it. I don't even know where it originated from. But it was confirmation that people in the paddock called Charles and Pierre oh, yeah. SpongeBob and Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> that was everything. I was like, the season can end now. Like but you know what? In in like past seasons, I would have been like, yeah, okay. But for some reason I didn't see as much Charles Pierre this year. Oh, I saw it everywhere. I mean, yeah. Alpine admin was like feeding it to us. Okay. They wanted us to see it. But yeah, they are best friends. Like they're besties. I just thought that was really funny. Well, okay, so when when Charles was in the States, I can't remember if it was a Lakers game or or if he was in New York, like for a Knicks game or something. He was at a basketball game and he was courtside. He was with Pierre and Esteban. He was with, oh, no, you mean before this. Just kidding. No, I mean, he was with... Charles was with Esteban, right? Pierre and Esteban, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so the picture I saw was just Charles and Esteban. Mm. And then I saw someone quote tweet it because Twitter's hilarious and was like, you just know Pierre is punching his steering wheel right now. <laughs> Being like, maybe yeah. that should be me by Justin Bieber <laughs> on full volume. Like, <laughs> we're like, what is this one doing with him? <laughs> That's fair. I thought it was Pierre and Est- I could be wrong. I don't it know. could have just been like a picture of just yeah. the two of them and Pierre was also there, but that's not as funny. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go with Pierre is punching the air. <laughs> um, we saw Pato in FP1. We saw a lot of new drivers in FP1. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know Pato wasn't actually a reserve driver? I did know that. He was a test driver. Yeah. But now he's a But now a next driver. season he will be reserve driver. So he got his super license points. And I want to explain this quickly because I was very confused. I was like, how did he not already have his super license before? Indy doesn't give out nearly as many points as, like, any of the Formula series for, they, for super license points. They do. They not as it's not as it's not as common and it's it's a lot harder to get because if you're first in the indie championship you get 40 points mm-hmm. if you're second you get 30 20 it keeps going down 
sort of thing. And the Indy Championship, it's a lot harder. Mm-hmm. You're not as consistent. Well, like, but there's also not, there's so many more drivers in exactly in the Indy series that so, it is much more difficult to get super license points in the. Um, but I think that compared to to the like F two, you don't get nearly as many points. I I watched an interview with Pato and they were asking him about super license points. It might've even been with um, Roman Grosjean. Yeah, you'll correct me if I'm wrong here, but I totally remember Pato saying that that's why he didn't have as many points in a super license yet was because he had been in Indy for four years. Okay, so if you finish finish first, second, and third in F2, you get 40 points. And that's the max you need to get a super license for Formula One. And in IndyCar, it's 40, 30, 20, it goes down. But the catch is you need to you need to get these points within three years. You need to get 40 points mm. within three years. Mm-hmm. So if you win the championship one year, you're solid. You're great. Pato hasn't won the championship. Um, I don't think he's even been top three. He has. So you need to finish. You need 40 points. Just as This is just IndyCar. You need 40 points within three years to get your super license. Mm-hmm. In 2020, he finished fourth. That's 10 points. In 2021, he finished third. Oh, 20 shit. points. And in 2023, he finished with... 10 points usually that wouldn't work because that those aren't three consecutive years because 2020 oh wait 2022 isn't included on here but because of covid they made like some sort of rule they i don't know if they like extended the amount of time it takes or if it just kind of messed things up but from what i know you need to get 40 points in three consecutive years it took paddle four years but he still got it or the FIA said, wow, this guy has a cult following. How do we get him <laughs> yeah. into the Formula Series? Oh, because of COVID, the FIA will consider the highest number of points accumulated in any three of the four years immediately preceding the year of application. Mm, so okay. because he had higher points in 2020 and in 2021 and it fell within COVID, it replaced what his final score was in 2022. Hence, 40 points. Hmm. Okay. So now Pato has a super license. And now he's an official reserve driver, which is exciting. It's so exciting. Love it. More Pato. Like, More Pato. Give it to me. <laughs> Not a good weekend for Carlos. I mean, with his pra- he crashed in practice. Mm-hmm. Not a good weekend. Not for a Carlos. good weekend. For- which we'll and get into. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna forget it if I don't say it now. But it's just very. Like if if he was gonna have a bad weekend any weekend, this was not the one to do it because mm-hmm. obviously there was something with the car. Like it wasn't. We, we still don't even know why he had to DNF. We'll get into that. But I will just say that in terms of constructor standing, that I've been watching these all week, Ferrari finished third, three points behind Mercedes. And before going into this, Fernando and Carlos were tied for fourth, mm-hmm. like at 200 points. So if Carlos... You know, they were you know, tied. Did a little better. And, and now Carlos has finished in seventh and Fernando has finished in fourth. And Charles which is bizarre, like, miraculously, has finished above Carlos in fifth. How many points does Fernando have? So Fernando has 206. It's, it, like, I will okay. say that the it's very um, close. Close. Yeah. Lewis kind of got away from the pack. He uh, pulled away with 234 points. Fernando finished fourth with 206. Charles also finished with 206. So I don't know how they determine like who I finishes mean, fourth and fifth. It says Carlos, or it says it, Charles fifth. It says Charles fifth, but they do have the same amount of points. So I'm not sure what determines that. Um, Maybe it could be something else. Last name. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, hey, no, it could, it Alonzo? literally could be. Yeah. On Leclerc. Um, Lando finished sixth with 205 points. That hurts me. So that's only one point That behind. hurts me so much. And Carlos finished with 200 points in seventh. So, 
Yeah. Like, do you know who finished 10th? Well, I will say he's above the two. Lance Alpines. Stroll finished 10th in the driver standings. And I'm going to make that my whole personality for the next week. Thank you. Well, his teammate finished fourth. What? <laughs> Whatever. Before we get into quali, I need to talk about Oscar and Carlos. So I think they hate each other. Kay, they were going hardcore at each other. But and, this has yeah. been all season. I didn't know that. Though. So, okay. So this practice session, um, like I don't, I think it was FP2, FP3. I don't actually know which practice session, practice session it was, but Carlos was impeding. He got in the way. I didn't watch practice sessions, but Oscar on the radio was like classic Carlos just sitting in the middle of the road. Yeah. Nothing's changed. I see. And I was like, this is a callback to something else. And then I was digging deeper. And the first time Oscar said something about Carlos being in the way was in Italy when Carlos impeded or Carlos didn't see him coming. Oscar was mm-hmm. like, is he blind mate? Or mm-hmm. I don't know. It was very Australian what he said, but got on the radio and was like complaining about Carlos mm-hmm. at the Dutch Grand Prix. So we're like, we're going back. Carlos came out of the pits and like didn't see Oscar behind him. Oscar had to like swerve to avoid a collision because obviously Carlos's tires were not up to temp yet. And then at the Belgian Grand Prix, the lap one incident with Carlos and Oscar, um, Carlos was like, it was a racing incident. Oscar was very vocal saying that it was Carlos's fault and like blamed him post-race and like during race. But like there's been a little bit of tension all season and I didn't really realize it until this weekend um, and also, Oscar is the calmest guy. He's not heated. He doesn't seem well, heated. No. He doesn't seem, like, super mad. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, matter-of-fact almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he, but Carlos is, like, the only one he'll, like, ever complain about mm-hmm. or, like, talk about. Mm-hmm. Other times it's like, oh, whatever, that was dangerous. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever. But, like, to, to put that... I don't I don't think it's an insult, but to put that insult out there and be like, is he blind? Classic Carlos just sitting on the track again, like... You gotta really piss Oscar off for, to get him to say that about you on the mm-hmm. radio. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're fighting over Lando. <laughs> they wouldn't be, but like, I'm like maybe. <laughs> um, okay, that's all I had to talk about for. What do you call Lando and Oscar? Is like, this a joke? Like, is this a punch? Like a setup no, joke? Okay, <laughs> I I realized that's how I, I formulated it, but like Carlos and La- Carlos Carlan- and Lando are Carlando, so like, Lando Oscar. P.S. Norastri? Norastri? That sounds like a type of medication. Is there a name for them? Do they have a name? I don't know. There's Piarols. There's Lestapin. That's what they call them. I know. That's terrible. I don't like it either. Lestapin, I get. Carlando, I get. Tell us if y'all know. Yeah. Is there a name for them? Because we're unsure. And if there isn't one, we're going to coin our own. Pianor. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) It's like... Piano, but in an Australian accent. <laughs> piano. <laughs> so just how Oscar says piano. <laughs> really, like. I wonder. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Yeah, let us know if there's a name. Otherwise, we're going with piano. <laughs> well, we coined a couple terms this year, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't be our first, but anyways. Qualifying Carlos's weekend just... Doesn't get any better. Qualified, what, P15, P16? Yeah, P16. Sorry, buddy. I don't know. And then Hamilton was out in Q2. Yuki had one of his best qualifying. Yeah. There was a part during qualifying. I don't remember which driver it was. I have no idea. 
but he said something on the radio. And in response, his engineer was like, we are checking, like we're checking. And I'm like, are you checking or are you trying to figure out what your driver just said? Because that's what I would be doing. Because it was just like mumbled or what? Yeah. But mm, that's yeah. a few times a season where I'm just like, how do these engineers know what these drivers are saying? Like, I have no, I don't know. Mm-hmm. When they don't put the little text mm-hmm. bubble up, it means no one at F1 TV knows what, the knows what they're said. saying. No one knows so what So how does their saying. engineer know? Exactly. Yeah, that's Like, we're checking? You're not checking. No, you're you not. are <laughs> replaying. I, I love it when they say copy. Yeah. Like, that pretty much was just, yeah, okay, shut up and drive. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what that says to me. <laughs> um, Helmet Marco betting against Max. Did you know I didn't see that? that? No, no. I guess for when, when Max scored pole position, I think it was GP that got on the radio. Maybe it was Christian Horner. I don't remember. They have very similar voices. But one of them got on the radio and said, yeah, you just got me 500 euros. I guess Helmet Marco bet against Max, like, th- thinking he wasn't going to get pole position. And in return... It was either GP or I think it was probably GP or Christian Horner that got 500 euros because of it. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a joke, but why would you? So bet that's if, within the team, though. Yeah. Okay. Like I was gonna say because there's a much bigger issue if he's like betting, like outside of. Oh well, the team. obviously like, that's, he's not. Doing that's that. a huge, huge no no. It would. It's probably just like bet- between colleagues. Well, I would say Red Bull was pretty unhinged this weekend as well mm-hmm. because after the race, Christian literally said. 21 wins from 22 leaves room for improvement. And I hope he was joking, but you never know with Christian Horner. Could you imagine? Oh my God. I feel if like- I, okay. <laughs> if I, any coach, any like mentor or anything of mine was like, congratulations, 21 out of 22. Like you did so good. I expect 22 next year. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I quit. I'm done. I'm out. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> I feel like that's the Joss Verstappen mindset, mindset of, yeah. of like, yeah. Either like, parenting or like coaching and i was max would be like that's on checko i really can get that second win (laughs) i do hope it was a joke i think it might be but um also i just came across this fun stat that says that there's only three drivers that have managed to complete every single racing lap of an f1 season so obviously max did it this year in the past who are the two others fernando it's two other world champions though lewis Mm mm-hmm those are the only world champions on the grid. That doesn't... I didn't mean on the grid. I don't know. Schumacher? Yeah, Schumacher. Oh, really? But I don't, still don't really think you're understanding. It's no. not just like in their whole F1 tenure. It's like in a season, they they did every lap. Oh. They completed every lap in, in a season. So Schumacher did it in 2002, Lewis did it in 2019, and Max did it this year. Huh. Track, stats, stats, just stats with him? <laughs> yeah, people just turn into just stats with him. Just stats with him. <laughs> um... <laughs> Lando, my heart hurts every time he just is so disappointed in himself. Like, he qualified P5, mm-hmm. still a good spot, but he was so upset during the, like, interviews on the radio. He was like, we might as well have just not shown up, like, threw away another Saturday. And I'm like, but look at where you were to look at where you are now. I think if Lando was, like, Charles and, like, got pole whatever it is i think it's like nine like whatever 19 times or whatever and max finished the race or maybe it's a i don't know charles has gotten pulled a lot and then yeah. max finishes the race yeah. called the listappen but i feel like if that was lando he just wouldn't know how to deal because he's qualifying fifth and he's considering it a, a, a loss mm-hmm. of a weekend yeah it's like what if you were on pole and you just like 11 times and you lost it to max 11 times yeah. what would you do then you know he's just very hard on himself yeah. and i wish he wasn't that way but, I mean, he had an okay weekend. He finished fifth, so. Mm-hmm. That, 
that's why I'm kind of like, why was that? Why was that? Why do? You, why was that so difficult? Like, why did he? Why was that so hard on him? Like, why because it's just who he is as a person. Yeah. Like he's been like that all season, and it's. Yeah. It yeah. It it's it's sad. I remember one of the, ah, uh, was it Martin Brundle? I don't actually know which commentator it was, who told Lando like, you need to stop being hard on yes, yourself. Yeah. Like you are doing incredible things in that McLaren, like. So it's not just us watching at home who've noticed it. Like, people there have mm-hmm. noticed it and, like, seen Lando is unreasonably hard on himself mm-hmm. when no one else is that hard mm-hmm. on him. Mm-hmm. No one. Yeah, it's true. Also, can I just say he outqualified Oscar 15-7 to 7 this season? Uh, oh. They said this this weekend that Alex Albon completed the sweep. 22-0, to zero, he, Alex, outqualified Logan. Um, what do you think the score is with Max to Checo? 21 to 1? 20 to 2. 20 to 2. 20 to 2. Hamilton and Russell tied 11 all all season. Oh, wow. Which is, I think, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, Charles outqualified Carlos 15 to 7 as well. Ugh, I don't like this stuff. So this is all just out there, and we were, like, racking our brains trying to count for Pierre and Esteban last well, week. Well, this updated three hours ago. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, but you're right. Fernando outqualified Lance 19 to 3. That hurt me to say out loud, but I just have to put it out there. We have to sometimes not be biased. Um, <laughs> don't look at the camera. <laughs> Yuki outqualified Liam four to one. Anyway, that was qualifying. We got a Haas into Q three again. Not shocking. They've been so good at one lap pace. Like all no, but season. but to not have Lewis Hamilton. Oh, I know. Hmm. Carlos going out in Q three for the first time since twenty nineteen. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh, I didn't know that, that was, was the like first that. time since I believe they said Brazil 2019. Not a good weekend for Carlos. Sorry, buddy. Tough. And then, but yeah, Lewis going out in Q2 is also very shocking. Yeah. So Hulk gets through, but but Lewis doesn't. Yeah. That's a little crazy. Um, other than other than that, I don't think anything was too shocking. I did. I saw something about them, like F1 implementing AI resources to figure out track limits. I don't know any more about that, but if someone does, can you please let us know? Because I don't know if maybe they've just, like, realized they can't keep track anymore and they don't have the manpower for it. So they're like, we'll set up sensors and get AI to do it at certain parts of the track. That makes sense. That makes sense. But anyway, so if someone knows anything about that, please share. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's pretty cool. But they still have to get that information out to the teams, Mm -hmm. which is, that's what takes so long. In a timely manner, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was Yuki's best start for the season or Yuki's best start altogether, but he ended up starting P6 mm-hmm. today. Um, it was Yuki's weekend. I think it's for the season because I, I I think I remember them saying that um, Yuki's best start ever was P4. No, his finish was his best finish was P4. Oh, okay. And I think it was at Abu Dhabi where his best finish was P4. Okay. Then I... But he met uh, Jason Statham. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he had just made a video talking about how much he loved him. And then he was there Aww. this weekend. I thought Hemsworth's that was really brothers cute. were there too. Yeah. All of us in the group chat at the same time were like, Hemsworth? <laughs> What's going on here? Um, For the 10 minutes I was awake. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> what happened during the race? Well, I would say that it was excitement off the, off the top. Like it was Charles fighting Max. It was a like big right DRS away. train for about, I would say close to like 10 laps. Mm-hmm. Um, then it started to break off in certain spots, but Charles kept within, I don't think he got 
further than like 1.7 seconds away from max for yeah for at least like the first it wasn't laps, it wasn't until lap 16 when max extended it to two seconds oh 16 so, laps okay yeah, yeah that's... and then at that point yuki was in third right because everyone because fernando had started to pit which had made a couple other people um pit as well but um before that so lando had gotten off ahead of oscar or sorry oscar had gotten off ahead of lando mm-hmm. but lando was right on him from the beginning of the race and he passed by and like he passed four. him by like yeah by but like then four. george was catching up to oscar mm-hmm. and i just wish that lando had like given oscar more of a toe yeah to i don't just... think they were working together like strategically uh, on that one i don't think they were either i think yeah because neither of them benefited in yeah. the end yeah Lewis and Checo, that fight was really fun to watch for a little while, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, it ended up taking four attempts from George, I think, to pass Lando, which I just thought was really funny. Because, like, lapped, like attempt two, I was like, he might get it. And attempt three, it was like, this is getting sad for you. Like, just take take a breather, come back to it, you know. But then by lap, or attempt four, he got it. Um, and Lando went into the pit. It's a five-second pit stop. Where's the team that does the 1.8, 1.9 I know. 5.1. Bad. B-A-D. I was like, this is not. And it sucked because if he, if it was just a regular pit stop, even an average, like a 2.9, 2.7, mm-hmm. whatever, he still would have pulled ahead of George. Ahead. Yeah, exactly. But because it was five seconds, George got the advantage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay. That was bad. I wonder who, this isn't to hate on anybody. Everybody has a difficult job during the F1 weekend, but to be that person or those two people that like don't get the tire off or the one struggling with the drill, like, I wonder how they feel. Well, there was, there was part of that in a drive to survive episode. I can't remember which season it was or which team it was even, but I do remember it. Maybe it was Red Bull even. I do remember it was, it was like one wheel. They couldn't get it off. Mm -hmm. And the team principal, maybe it was, maybe it was Haas. God, I can't remember. And you could see the re- the reaction from mm-hmm. the, um, I don't know what it would be. The pick crew member. The pick crew it member. It was Haas. I think you're totally yeah, right. Yeah, I think it was Haas. Because it was like twice in a row that this yeah. has happened. Yeah. Like and that's just got to like, that, that hurts. Yeah. Like obviously the drivers are frustrated. The team's frustrated. But if you're the one mm-hmm. who can't get that tire off, like, mm-hmm. ah, that yeah. I just, that's a high press or high stress high pressure job mm-hmm. couldn't i couldn't mm. i couldn't even lift the the tire let's yeah, be no. real <laughs> yuki was in first for a minute yeah <laughs> yes until he went into pit yeah but that was a good little stint there he deserved that today mm-hmm. he got driver of the day driver of the day for mr yuki yeah because he didn't let lewis pass mm-hmm. which props to yuki mm-hmm. i don't good race weekend for yuki it's not what we expected toto at one point got in the radio and toto doesn't usually get on the radio unless something's like important mm-hmm. but he told lewis that he was the fastest driver on the grid but the little time little stopwatch was beside checo's name like for the fastest lap yeah oh, okay or i don't know but like you is toto just saying what lewis needs to hear mm. like to keep his confidence up i don't actually remember if lewis had the fastest lap at one point mm. maybe he had it right before that and then the message was just delayed mm-hmm. but i just thought that was really funny like, you're going to get on the radio to say that, and it's not say, even true? you are speed. You are speed. You are speed. Reminder, these drivers need to run at least two tire compounds during a race. Mm-hmm. Carlos ran hard tires for most of it. And that was his call. Mm-hmm. Which... 
So we're still unsure. That still could have been the reason that they chose to retire his car, right? Well, he did go in, because I watched the onboards after. Mm -hmm. He did go into pit. They put the softs on him. When he came out, he was maybe like P16, P17. And before he could even finish the lap, he went back into the, like, finish the final lap, he went back into the pit. Interesting. And they just retired him. But then the commentators were saying that there was no retirements and that Carlos finished P18. Ferrari is saying that he finished P18. F1 is saying that he DNF'd. I don't know what happened. (laughs) I mean, if you don't finish the race, that's a do not finish. Did not finish. And so, sure, P18, but you don't finish the race. That is a retirement. So I don't know why they didn't say. And usually, like, these teams are pretty on it. Like, when they put out those photos at the end of the race that says, like, their driver placements, Mm -hmm. it'll say DNF Mm -hmm. or DNS, D&Q, whatever. Mm -hmm. For Charles, it's been all three of them at one point this season. Mm -hmm. But they said P18. But he mm. didn't. But he didn't finish the race. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't cross the start, finish straight. So just looking at the official F one results, P eighteen DNF because Valtteri and Kevin had were lapped. But Valtteri and Kevin finished the race, so they should they should technically be right eighteen and nineteen. They I didn't am... retire. They finished. They do were we just have lapped. like like research to do? Like, can you? Can you do this? Is this a knowledge gap for us? Well, I no one knows. Everyone is that doesn't I don't like I don't know if F1 just hasn't Okay, I also wouldn't trust F1 right now because they put up the standing board at the end of the race. And did you see what it had at the very end? Um because they needed three pages because there were multiple drivers with Alphatari this year. And so it said Max first, whatever, blah, 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 this and that. By the time I got to the third page, Logan Sargent in 21st with one point. And then it said Paul DeVries with <laughs> Trident with zero points. And okay, and here's the thing. So Paul, so Paul, I might pronounce his last name wrong. Paul Aaron Aron, he made his debut with Trident in F2 this race. He replaced Clem. Clem was dropped, unfortunately, for this last race in Abu Dhabi. So Paul They dropped Clem for one race. For one race. For the last race. I don't know why. Someone knows. Also, he's my social media king right now. I love we'll him. We'll go there in a second. Um, so Paul made his debut this race. Did not get a point. He would be last on the driver standings for F2. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking that F1 didn't save their edits before they put the thing on the screen. So they, Paul's lo- last name is not even DeVries. It's not DeVries. It's A-R-O-N. So it says Paul DeVries Trident. It has the Alphatari Alpha logo. <laughs> it doesn't have the Trident logo. Have you... Uh, I like... I don't... I can't get into who? this, but have you ever seen that video of Charles Leclerc doing the emoji challenge and he's like, Trident. Yeah. <laughs> dente, dente, dente. Tooth, tooth, tooth. Teeth, tooth, tooth. I love him. <laughs> he like could not get it. No, he couldn't. They didn't even fix, like, they didn't fix it. I, the commentator saw and they were laughing about it. But how do you, like, there's so much that has to go wrong for that to be up on the point screen by the end of the race. Like, you had all of this time. You knew Nick DeVries was not making a comeback to, you know, finish 21st ahead of Logan Sargent. What happened that you couldn't, do you know what I mean? Like, do you see? Mm. Yeah, that's... Very weird. Anyway, so if F1 has messed up on the website and not put the right thing, that wouldn't surprise me. But people are saying many different things. 
I, less than an hour ago. I've seen it on a couple um, tweets so far, and I've just now pulled up the actual release on autosport.com. And it says that Checo was summoned to the stewards after the fi- the race finished today um, because he was talking about Formula One referees being a joke and very bad mm-hmm. during today's race. So he was summoned for his Un- radio message, unsportsmanlike. Yeah, international sporting code. Right. Um, so after the race, yeah, he said they have been very bad this year, but this is a joke. That was really a joke because he got a five second time penalty. He got a five second time penalty with the touch with Lando. Yeah. I thought Lando turned into Checo, but Mm. maybe Checo didn't give him enough room. Like it looked, it was very, very close. It looked like Checo was ahead. I wanted to rewatch it a few times, but they ended up giving him a penalty and I was like, I'm not going to. My immediate response is that it does look like Lando. So Norris, Lando, Lando did turn into him. And don't attack me because I'm a huge Lando fan. Like, I will... Just like, yeah, no, just like objectively, it does look like Lando turned into Checo. So I don't know where the penalty came from. Like, maybe Checo didn't give him enough space. Um, because you, you do need to leave space. That's like, well, and, and once, once the FIA took a look at it, they determined that, that Checo got a penalty for causing a collision Mm -hmm. five seconds. So yeah. And then after that, Charles started playing 3D chess while his Ferrari engineers were playing checkers. Oh, I'm like, what are you talking about? With his, the strategy that Uh, he was going for, because he was like, if I let Checo pass, I make my move. You're, You're free, free to check, check the king. king. No. <laughs> no. No, you can't. There must, there be, must another be another way. way. He's going to sacrifice himself. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to stop Snape from getting that stone or not? <laughs> <laughs> That's what was going through Charles's head. When I make my move. Because he was like, well, if I let Checo pass... And I, there's a big enough gap from Checo to George, who's behind me, me being Charles, then I beat Mercedes. Then then Ferrari beats Mercedes in the Constructors' Championship. Like, Charles's plan, because Checo was behind George. Mm-hmm. George behind Charles. Charles. Okay, I'm going to restart. So it was Max. <laughs> it was Max, Charles, George, Checo. Checo passed George. But Checo still needed to get that five-second gap to actually finish on the podium. And Charles was like, well, no matter what, I'm going to finish second because Checo has that five-second penalty. Because he'll be within five, right, of Checo. But if Checo has a five-second gap between him and George, who's behind me, then I get the extra points and this is better for Ferrari. So Charles's plan was to, like, try to back up George as much as he could but not as much to like lose that second place from where he originally had it. And it was a very, very smart plan. You got to give him props for thinking of that while he's driving a race car. Whereas Carlos, his plan was "Mm, safety car, (laughs) maybe. Like anyway, two very different games happening at Ferrari right now, clearly. Um, But it didn't work. It didn't work. (laughs) <laughs> okay it didn't i was work. waiting for you to get to the to the punchline i think it it didn't work but it was very smart it was very smart 
And I wish it had worked because, I mean, I obviously want to see Charles Ferrari ahead of Mercedes, but... So he was hoping to take second, to have Checo take third, Mm -hmm. and to have George out in fourth. Would that have done it for points? Yeah. That would have. Look at the driver or the constructor. Because there are only three, there's only three separating them. Okay. If Checo had finished third, third, he would have gotten 15 15 points. points. Mercedes would have gotten 12 points. So it would have... Maybe tied. Tied. It could have worked. Mm-hmm. It maybe if they had tried it like a Actually, lap earlier. Toto gave Charles props, like major props mm-hmm. after the race for that. Yeah, it was smart thinking. Yeah, I, I would have not even. I couldn't think of that if I was driving. I don't even like thinking when I drive regularly. <laughs> like, you want me to come up with a strategy? What is happening in the Ferrari garage where your driver has to literally come up with these moves? It's not the first time when Carlos got his win this year. He gave. Mm-hmm. Because he gave Lando the toe. Lando a toe. Mm-hmm. Like, that was genius. Yeah. And what what's happening now? I don't know whose idea it was for them to keep Carlos on hards as long as they did. Carlos, that was his idea. But how come someone didn't speak up and say, like, maybe this isn't the best idea. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to have to pit you eventually. And even if we pit you for softs, which they did, and send him back out, even if he gets fastest lap, he's not getting that point because you need that point only comes with the top 10 drivers. Mm-hmm. You would just be taking it away from Max. Mm-hmm. We don't know why Carlos actually ended up retiring, DNFing, whatever you want to call it. But you guys had some pretty good ideas. Answers? I don't know. We put it on our story. Responses? Yeah. We put it on our story as to why why he was called into the pits, why he retired. Um, you guys have some good answers. So he had to take a piss. <laughs> okay, that one's funny. Uh, also, I don't know why this one made me laugh so hard because I don't fully understand it. But the soup started burning. <laughs> he had to go attend to his soup. <laughs> They couldn't handle two drivers on the track. He had to go care for the baby. Oh, God. (laughs) Because he wanted to watch the MotoGP race. (laughs) It was on, like, around the same time. I don't blame him. They needed him to do Charles' strategies. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. Uh, What was this one? They didn't want him to miss his therapy session. (laughs) They were jealous of his amazing hair. Nothing more to add. Yeah, no. Makes sense. I, too, would pull him off the track. Also, after we went go-karting last week... I had such um, a further appreciation for Carlos's hair because mine was terrible. <laughs> when we pulled our helmets off, we all looked horrible. So bad. And I, like, how does he? How does he look so good? How does he look so good every time he pulls his helmet off? And the balaclava. Yeah. Like how? I, I don't get it. He doesn't even condition. No, I know. I don't know. Anyway, he was too smooth. <laughs> <laughs> I like that my soup. His soup was burning. Soup was burning. <laughs> Oh my god. We saw Yoints and a Loint today. As mentioned, Lance is 10th in the driver standings, which I will not shut up about. I think that's all I wanted this season was for him to at least finish in the top 10. And he did. And I love it. Where did you predict him to finish? I predicted that he'd finish 8th. We'll go through this like another episode Mm -hmm. because we want to go through our predictions and like just the recap. But I had predicted Lance would finish 8th in the standings. So neither of us had Oscar on there. Nope. But (laughs) we'll come back to that. I don't know if you saw, but Logan's radio after the race, like his... Oh, him and James? Yeah. So his engineer, when like obviously the drivers are thanking the team, but his engineer had said on the radio, looking forward to next year. James had gotten on the radio and said, "Your, your contribution this year has been excellent. Looking forward to the winter together and many more. And then afterwards, 
obviously people caught it and mm-hmm. was like, is this confirmed Logan 2024? And James was like, I'm not in a position to confirm anything like Logan's been a part of this team for years because of the driver development program. Like he'll continue to be a part of it. So he's trying to twist his own words and make it seem like don't look into it. Or is it him like trying to be like, Oh shoot, I confirmed something I wasn't supposed to like, what's the truth here? Well, I think it is totally accurate that even if he wasn't their second driver for 2024 that he would still be involved in the team mm-hmm. like hmm. and we'll see we'll see what logan's future has i would love to see him in the car next year i, I would i don't want him to be done after one season mm-hmm. um danny rick is excited to come back for a full season he was mm-hmm. like really he was chatting about it post-race and was he's like i'm really excited to actually be in the car for all 24 races mm-hmm. i forgot that they're racing in china again or not again yes but like it's coming back it's coming so that'll be really good for joe yeah an actual home race for him, yeah, which will be yeah. really, really, really fun. Yeah. Um, hopefully they give him and Valtteri a better car. Like, everyone is talking about throwing out the Ferrari, like the SF23, mm-hmm. but, like, we got to get rid of half of those got, cars on the grid. Yes. Get rid of the Mercedes. The Alphatari's got to go. The Alphatari's got to go. The Alfa Romeo's got to go. They got to go. <laughs> like, we are all starting fresh, minus Red Bull and McLaren. They got to make some upgrades, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say... I would even go as far as to say the Williams just needs a couple upgrades, too. Yeah. Yeah. But other teams will literally be going back to the drawing board. I assume they already have started going back to the drawing Aston board. Martin. Are you what? Aston Martin. What about them? They need to. Hey, they it started out off too. strong. They just need to figure out what went wrong along the way. Right. They need to. Yeah. Go back to the drawing board. <laughs> for, this is Fernando's first top five finish since 2012, when he finished running. He finished as runner-up in the series. Mm, yeah. Okay. So, props to Fernando. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. In a season where everyone wanted him to retire. Uh, yeah. Um, Oscar, Rookie of the Year. 97 points. 97 points. Good for him. I have a lot to say about Oscar and Lando. I won't say it this episode. I'll mm-hmm. probably wait and gather my thoughts and ask our friends who are... How do I word this? I'm a huge Lando lover. We have friends that are... They want Oscar to succeed more than Lando. Mm-hmm. So I, I have thoughts, but I need them to be like properly mm-hmm. argued. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah, because, I, I yeah. mean, we can only speak from our own perspective, yeah. right? So. so, but I have a lot of thoughts about Oscar and Lando. Hopefully, the next episode we'll get to it, but that's all I'll say for now. He had a great r- rookie season. Oh, yeah. There's no... no like, I don't think anyone expected this from, from him. No. I think they expected him to succeed. I don't think they expected him to put on the show that he did. Just shy so. of 100 points. Like, yeah. way to go. Yeah. This has nothing to do with the race, but Alfretari... It's rumored that their name for next year okay. is going to be the Racing Bulls. I've heard... Okay, listen. We've heard this season, we've heard they're going to be Hugo Boss. We've heard they're going to be this, this, and the other thing. And then I saw Racing Bulls, and I was like, this makes zero sense. Because at least with the name Alphatari, they sell that sponsorship. Mm-hmm. They don't Racing really. Bulls. You can only get Alphatari in a few countries worldwide. No, no. I know. But they're still selling the rights to, oh, to, to name the car that. Mm-hmm. Racing Bulls is would still be another i don't know red bull adjacent name so you wouldn't get any more sponsorship dollars from naming the car racing bulls you get sponsorship if you name the car hugo boss or whatever the hell else or they were thinking of calling it i i agree with what you're saying but i just think racing bulls is really funny that'd be like if we started a second podcast and called it like talk track talk track that's what i yeah (laughs) like right (laughs) i like i don't know like that's the rebrand you're going with maybe Ooh. At this point, go back to Toro Rosso. It literally translated to Red Bull in Italian. And it sounded cool. And it sounded cooler. It sounded a lot cooler. <laughs> we have a petition. 
let Charles Leclerc do donuts. <laughs> he has had the worst season, I want to say. I will, like, that's fair to say. Yeah. Let him do the burnout. What are you going to do with the SF-23? Genuinely, you're going to run tests on it? Do you want to hang it up? You want to frame it? God, no. Put it in the trash. No one wants it. Let Charles destroy it. Let him do the burnout. We all wanted to see it. We all wanted to see it. He also got second. I feel like the top three drivers should just automatically be allowed to do the burnout. Like, do the donuts at the end of the season. This poor guy. This poor guy. He's asking for literal crumbs. They can't even give him that. He's saying, y'all put me through hell all year. Give me crumbs. Just let me... (laughs) Let me have fun. (laughs) Let me destroy the thing that destroyed me. (laughs) Please. And they won't even let him do that. I'm like, no, we're going to reuse this tire next year. <laughs> You're not. I felt so bad. He was so sad. He was like, not even this. Like, yeah. he was really upset. I feel like George maybe wouldn't, shouldn't be allowed to the burnout with his second podium this season. But I don't think Max would have been offended if Charles had joined him for, like, donuts. No way. No, no way. way. No way. No way. They also have that relationship that... They're friends. They're friends. Did you see the stickers that they put on each other's back? No, I didn't. When they were walking, Max did it first. He, like, put the Red Bull sticker, like, here. And then Charles retaliated later. Oh, shit, that's funny. Which is so great. Like, no, I didn't see that. The admins will do it, but they got the drivers involved, which I think is really funny. 97, I mean, by the time this episode comes out, 95 days until season 2024? How are you even thinking of that right now? Because they literally didn't stop saying 97 days till the next season. Like that number is imprinted in my head right now. <sighs> 97 days. But at the time of recording, 97 days. And I'm like, that is just over three months. I'm not mentally there yet. No. We have some fun stuff planned for the off we season do. though. We do. We're not going anywhere. Definitely are going to take a break over the holidays. Yeah. Because everyone deserves that. I don't, this is our last race recap. I can't believe it. I did the last track stats of the year this weekend and I was kind of like emo. It's weird. It's weird to think about. Like, we started this right before the first race of the season. Like, right before. Yeah. And we're even more delusional than when we started. Um, we still have shitty mics, but, like, <laughs> that hasn't improved. We we fully have two mics, but we fully only use one. We only use one. <laughs> um, if anyone has any recommendations for a better podcast setup. We lost some pictures Along the way. We gained some. But we gained pictures. some as well. And we gained some friends, which is really sappy to say. It's, but we did. It is. We, we have a little community. I feel yeah. like I have friends across the world now. I it's know. kind of funny because I'm like, oh yeah, my friend this. My mom's like, you're who? Like, don't worry about it. Like, no, it doesn't matter. It's my internet friends. Yeah. Internet friends are real, real friends. We have people at, like saying that if we want to come to a race that we can stay at their houses. Like, crazy. And if we have any listeners from Spain, let me know. Um, I was looking for somewhere I'm, to stay. <laughs> I'm looking for somewhere to stay. Uh, I booked my flight for the Spanish Grand Prix to like watch it. Not got my tickets yet. Not got a place to stay. But I will be in Barcelona at the time of the Grand Prix. If everything works out, I will be attending the Grand Prix. Help a girl out. <laughs> We're yeah. on a budget. We also learned about a whole new racing series mm-hmm. this year that we became obsessed with. Yeah, very obsessed with. We'll do um, just to just like a little teaser not even a teaser but we plan on doing intro to intro videos Mm -hmm. um for f1 for indie f1 academy Mm -hmm. um mick schumacher is 
now racing with uh, World Endurance Championship. Mm, we want to start watching WEC. So, like, maybe a little intro to WEC, do a little deep dive over the holidays, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, we're not going any. We're not going anywhere. Don't worry. No, we we're have still here. things planned. We have fun things planned. Mm-hmm. I my dream is a full inside jokes episode, but mm-hmm. Emma thinks it should be maybe something like a like maybe a TikTok series or something like that. But because it's easier to watch. I know. Yeah. It's just maybe we'll get a YouTube channel. <laughs> well, I mean, look, we've been talking about yeah, that too. It's I like, know. yeah, we've got some things to consider over the off season. Mm-hmm. We say off-season. There isn't really an off-season for us. We will be taking some weeks between, like, obviously yes. Christmas, New Year's, that yes. sort of thing. Yeah. But you're, we're still here. You're here from us. We have merch coming out. That's, which is super exciting. Teased it a little bit. It's a very limited drop. Mm-hmm. We're very excited, though. Um, we, we kind of... This is a little bit of a tester for us just to see, you know... Yeah how loyal our fans are and we would have put that it's not even it's that. not it's not even we'll we'll get more into it hopefully next episode but merch track talk merch coming so stay tuned for that real real quick update on the cats oh they went back to the shelter because they're ready to be adopted three of them have been adopted marta lando and oscar were adopted um, so we learned that we learned that lando's a little girl lando is a girl cat <laughs> and we learned that i think march is a boy is Martha or, or Bia as a boy? One of the two. When we, we named didn't them, know. we didn't know. <laughs> so, but they got adopted. I actually know the person who adopted Lando, which I was just like, this make and I, he's like, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. So I just know that Lando's in great hands. Mm-hmm. Um, Max and Bia, they're still waiting I'm to sure be adopted. They are too. Or yeah, I'm sure they're like, yeah, they're gonna find someone. Oh, hundred percent. But and Susie and Susie, Susie's a little angel. She'll get. She'll be adopted anyway. That's the cats update. Apologies for the last few episodes when they were just there. Um, little meows in the background, but it's fine. <laughs> but I think we will end the Abu Dhabi recap there. That is the end to the 2023 season. We are Track Talk. Ka for now. Bye.